0: This is the Player One Podcast with Josh and Sam, where life is one big game and we are Player One. What do we mean by that? We mean that if you treat life as if it was a simulated game and that you're an active Player One inside of it. How you win is simple, reach your full potential. So, are you better to level up? Hey?
1: recording can't wait for us to get to get the episode number wrong <laughs> i know we'll probably listen to it back to back episode, so 10, easy. Next episode and all right on episode 10 guys
0: <laughs> yeah i know because you only have to make one spelling error on on anchor which is what we use and then it goes from every platform and there's a delay in the change so once it's published even if i edit it it still takes x amount of hours yeah I did that before with um, I was going to change one of the things and I was like, oh shit, it takes ages to get accepted. Hey, also, did you see the article with um, Joe Rogan getting paid 100 mil from Spotify now?
1: Oh, bro, that's insane.
0: Yeah, that's fucking that's crazy. Fucking, that's crazy. Is that like, indefinitely crazy. or is it X amount of years? Well,
1: no, but that's, that's lump sum received and yeah. people, experts saying it's even more. Even more than that, who was saying that? Who's the, the guy that does the radio show, the Breakfast, the Breakfast Club? Um, Charlemagne the God. Yeah, he was talking to the other comic, Andy Schultz. Yeah, and they were both um chatting about the whole big deal that went down, and they worked out. Look, because the other guy works in radio, he goes, "Yeah, hundred mil at least." I I think what he's pocketing now for this deal is around 135 million.
0: How did he get the extra 35 million?
1: He's like, that is that is plus endorsements, that is plus things on the back end, plus with how things work. He explained it in the um, in the interview with Andy Schultz because he had a lot of insider information on how everything how everything works in the back end of yeah. the field. And Andy Schultz was asking him all the different questions and he was given all the answers. And it was just ridiculous to see. Damn, yeah. Joe Rogan has just made a podcast one day with his pot smoking friend, and he said they just start chatting shit, and then before you know it, they commit to it. And Joe said one good thing: they just focused always on the podcast, and everything else kind of builds around it in the process. And yeah, it's hundred million dollars for Spotify.
0: So that means that surely that Spotify will make a. They must be planning to make some sort of video feature then. Because it's not even going to be on they
1: YouTube. They yeah, they have. are yeah. integrating video into into Spotify. Yeah. as part of the release. Yeah.
0: When is that? End of the year, I think. At or? the
1: end, at the end of the year. So what they're doing is, the catalog, the previous catalog, is moving across in a few months. Let's say I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure when. And then stage two is when the podcast will only be available on Spotify, and that should be at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. But right yeah, now it'll enough. still be on everywhere else and on YouTube, but all the previous episodes will start floating across <laughs> to Spotify.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Shit. So they're going to make it, take it off everything. Like you can't even listen to the yeah, like, old oh, shit. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. Spotify's
1: obviously making a big power move. They're going to be, yeah,
0: well, I guess if you're going to make, if you're going to fucking, yeah, well, true because after every listen, like let's say that apple owns the first 1500 episodes still like it's still on their platform they still make dividends off each do you know what i mean so even if spotify made a uh the deal that now it's exclusively on spotify but if it's still allowed to be viewed on apple apple gets in the incentives from that
1: yeah so they're just gonna have the rights to the show but they will have no say in the actual production of the show. Yeah, because yeah. Even though, yeah, the show will still be on YouTube and where else. It's now owned. The rights of the show are owned by Spotify, so they'll make the profit from all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. and if he takes the videos off YouTube, all his old ones. I don't know if he will, but if he does, then YouTube stops getting those. They will. Dividends. They will.
1: That's what he said. Yeah. The clips so, he said clips will right. still be available on YouTube, but the whole episode yeah. will only be available on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause then yeah, that fair enough. You're going to pay a hundred mil. You want to be earning every dividend from every episode past and future. Yeah, fair enough. Um,
1: what about Kevin Hart dropping the player one gems? Dude, like, I was, I was that so, we're so happy. Talking about the whole time.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I still haven't watched the full episode. I've got to, but I was, I didn't, I seen that he, he was going to do the show. And I was like, cool. I'll watch it when it comes out. And then I was doing some shit and i had three different people send me the clip they're like bro look at this we're gonna play one i was like that's so sick that you thought of us like that you know what i mean yeah that's that's the best part because they're seeing it too like i would hear it and be like holy shit but now other people are starting to see it too
1: yeah i think a lot more a lot more people are gonna start to see it um it's gonna be good it's gonna be massive like not that that's a goal but it's just such a valuable way of thinking. It's such a valuable tool set in in particular. I want the kids, I want like the, um, teenagers to, I want this to be most available to teenagers, to the younger people coming up, you know, to have a framework to, that we know can work to help you aspire for more, achieve more and be better. Exactly. They'll have that accompanying them in their growing years, you know, hopefully planting some seeds that will, um, flower later on. Like, you know who mentioned that to me? Um, Megan, Megan Aiken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she mentioned the, um, demographic.
0: Oh, the demographic. Oh, of the younger generation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the younger the younger that's generation. Generation. yeah. It's a good point. Cause it's sort of like, we were lucky enough to have guys like Joe Rogan and Gary mm-hmm. Vee now doing this thing yeah. and we're taking value and it's like, well, they're not going to be here forever, you know? So who say that we can't take the torch, you know what I mean? And keep it going from there. That's it. Like we came and, from and this generation of that.
1: And that's what these guys would have wanted. That, and like, <clears throat> and yeah. that's what they actually want. Like anyone that is at a certain position is a certain position that they've put a lot of work into to achieve. I think all those people, when they look back and see other people in the same positions they wore and they can familiarize with the journey, they only want to give back. They would only want to say, Hey, this is how to avoid this mistake. This is how to do that. This is a bit of advice. Keep pushing. It's going to work. Keep doing it. Keep grinding because they know how hard um, the struggle is. And they just want to give back. Ray Dahlia talks about it. Joe Rogan, Kevin Hart were talking about it in their episode, how it's so important for people to, to reach back and try and pull others up and Kevin Hart was at dinner with some greats, some comedy greats. And he was saying, I could just see why they were at that level because they were just praising each other and everyone else, not dragging anything down. That's sick. It's, worth that's
0: it's also mentioned in um, in Mastery, the book by Robert Green, how he says that mm-hmm. um, any good teacher would consider it a failure if they didn't surpass them. And I was like, that's true. Like even mm-hmm. Troy would say that all the time. Our Jits coach, he would be like, if you don't get better than me, then I've failed. You know what I mean? Like I want you to be better than me and have that flow and effect that that's how we advance as like a race. You know, we're always constantly getting better with every student that learns.
1: I think it's a sign of a good teacher, a sign of a great coach, great, great teacher to actually want to create the better product.
0: Yeah. And not have that sort of ego thing where like, uh, I'm the master still, you know,
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting, and that again, no surprise, Troy has built such a great gym, such a great community, great vibe, great athletes. That kind of mindset, they all have it. You know, everyone that's pursuing their their dream and living it, they all have, They all share it.
0: Yeah, it's good. I'm pretty stoked that we found yeah. that pretty early. I think we got lucky with a lot of those times where you bump into the right people that help you a little more than most would, and you're like, "Fuck, how did I even?" get fortunate enough to be around you, you know?
1: It's just, I think, um, it's also what you put out there. That is everyone knows you're attracting you're like a satellite tower. So yeah, if you're trying to seek betterment and then suddenly you feel like you're super lucky that this, this thing dropped in your path that is pushing you towards betterment, it's like you kind of attracted it towards you in a, in a bit of, in, a, in some sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. I mean, the whole law of attraction thing where it's, mm you know, like you can manifest things into your reality. And that's, I don't know, you sort of, you can get lost in the, the believing so much, but not doing yeah. anything. I think that's a big thing yeah, yeah. where it is. Like people think it, that- it you know, lost
1: I'm, in translation.
0: Yeah, a bit. Like it's got to have both. You're still got to be doing yeah. the work. It's not like I'm just sleeping every day and, and wishing for things. Like it's mm. the difference between wishing and, and attracting.
1: 100%. I think for sure, when you really want, Something, and I, I I mean really to the point like your heart really feels like it wants this thing, and you you and for for good reasons. If you start consciously feeding that that desire, that will translate to work. If you really want it, if you kind of want it, your work ethic won't match. You won't push through when shit's easy. When shit gets difficult, you know it's not gonna. You won't take as many of the opportunities. I think if you really, really want it, your your actions somehow match your desire, if not straight away, over time. Yeah. Over time, yeah. Because the fact that you want it, you're constantly thinking about it. And if you're constantly thinking about it, at times you might think about how you can do more things to get you closer to it or how you might not be doing enough things. But either way, you're thinking about it. You're taking action towards it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was looking at... um before this stuff, we started this episode, I was looking at a whole different bunch of articles on string theory, um, simulation theory and all that. And then I, s- I seen this one sort of phrase that makes sense and he was saying, you've got to like feed the machine, whatever it is, if it's a computer or what, you sort of, if you feed it, it takes that data and then sort of like an, how an algorithm would work. It'll take that data that you, like if you've used X amount of products, whatever this product is, you're going to see it more because the ads are going to be tailored towards you. And he's like, it's, it's the same thing of how an algorithm would work. If that was life, you know, if I keep saying and telling the world that I want this thing, it'll give it to me. You know what I mean? But I have to be always actively involved in that. So like, it's it, if you think about like the world is yours, you just need to tell what you want. And the more you do that, you'll get it. Where's your video gone? And then I also seen references through, like we had the Kevin Hart one, but then there was heaps of references through, like Rick and Morty, obviously. And like, you <laughs> yeah. at the moment, have you watched the last? Um, I think it was like episode nine, of season four or something. Because episode they're bringing out season four. Yeah, yeah, they've been bringing out uh, episodes weekly at the moment.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I've been watching that season the... five. Oh no, it's the oh, yeah. second half of season. Four. Yeah, yeah, second no, second, second, half. second half. Yeah.
0: I was like, "Fuck!" They just nailed this show so well, and I was like, yeah. "What would was the it be. last
1: episode again?" Uh, oh shit! What was it? Damn! It they go on the family um...
0: trip. They go camping, <laughs> and they start to yeah.
1: civilization. He becomes like a kind of a powerful leader among the yeah. little. Um, what are they called? Useless? No.
0: Uh, um
1: unworthies or something like
0: that <laughs> yeah i can't remember something unproductive, what, some, unproductive <laughs> or something like that. yeah
1: yeah but that was hey, crazy Jerry? Hey,
0: huh jerry jerry yeah and jerry was the thing I, it always made me think because yesterday i had a fire um uh, at rommy's and that and we we're just talking around the fire and they've been watching, re-watching uh lost and we we're saying like if we were to be on this abandoned island and we had to start a little tribe what would you bring to the table? Like, what would your role be within the tribe? And I was like, oh, crap. Like, uh, do I want to be the leader? Do I want that responsibility? Probably not. Would I just want to be a fisherman? Like, I was like, far out. I don't know what I bring to the table, to be honest.
1: a fisherman? hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I was thinking... (laughs) Because I want it to be. That'd be
1: hectic. Imagine that. You still <laughs> go, take, go <laughs> just swim fishing. out of the debris with a fishing rod. Yeah, guys, I'll handle the fishing. You guys do the rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. Because I could just go off on my own all day. Yeah. And even if they banish me, I'm always gonna know how to eat. I get the fish. You know. So I was like, oh well. Because if Cause, I was. You know what I, If I was like the leader and they banish me, like, what's my skill? Who am I gonna lead yeah. then? You know yourself. Well, yeah, always, but you know what I mean? I'm like, fuck. So like you won't want to kick out the fisherman because you won't be eating, you know?
1: Yeah. Now, what if the fisherman I know, you know what? This could get deep. (laughs) (laughs) Why what
0: what would you bring? What would you bring to the table?
1: You know what flashed through my head when you said that? There were two positions. And maybe you can get some insights from it. But one was leader because of a value proposition. Like I think you'd be able to, you and I, I both think would be capable of trying our best to organize things towards a good outcome. That's what we would try to do. But then, of course, there are so many negatives to being a leader, there are so many risks. And it really comes down to, I don't know. Do you want to lead from the background? Be a puppet master? Pulling strings? No, it's a bit shady or maybe just sitting back and observing things and doing your best to be like part of the bee colony, just going about and doing the best for everyone else that's around. Whatever task needs to be done, just do it, do your part. But at the same time, watch and observe. If things go out of control, then would you try and jump in and say, look, things are going to shit. I'm going to try and lead us out of, out of this. Because there are things that we, we know about in terms of mindset, Sort of garnering a population in terms of just um, motivation. Imagine if the leader was at the front and he was saying, guys, we're never going to get out of this. This is shit. Um, you guys are over there. You're the problem. You're started it. And you guys over there are also the problem. And then you're sitting back. Would you then have to put your hand up and be like, this guy's obviously taking us to a shit place. I need to step in or I'm going to put up with the shit place.
0: I think I would do that because I don't want to start off Cause like, let's say that we're on a, we're on a plane. There's a hundred of us. We crash on the island, and then it's like, all right, well, I don't know nothing about the island. I don't know how long we're going to be here. I don't want to just jump in and be like, all right guys, let's all huddle up and start a little tribe I'm the leader. And I'm going to tell you what to do because I want to need to work some shit out for myself first before I worry about anyone else. You know what I mean? Like I want to go off and see and, and know things. Otherwise he might be talking shit. Like we just got off from the same place. You know what I mean?
1: You know, there's a book you've got to read, uh, you gotta read. I especially since you mentioned me? it. What was I just it? searched it up again. It's called Lord of the Flies. Lord My mum made me read this book when I was like in year eight, year seven, I think. Great book. It's a the book is about a group of young British boys that get stranded on an uninhabited island and they have they have this whole disastrous attempt to govern themselves. I won't go to too much, but it, it, they, they mention it here. It goes between the tension between groups, group mentalities, um, between what's moral and what's immoral. It's realistic in terms of where people would kind of fall to over time in these kind of things. Um, a lot of little power struggles. And then so that's book number one. Book number two is called The Gorn Series, um, where a bunch of kids wake up. I think they made a TV show out of it. They probably butchered it. A bunch of kids in a town, they just wake up and all the people above the age of 18 are gone, disappeared. And oh yeah. Tomorrow be- when the war began. No, 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 that's tomorrow when the war began. This, this one, they have superpowers. That one's oh, the yeah, yeah. This one, like each person has like a certain thing. They start mutating. Yeah. People start developing different mutations. And again, it's a, it's a, it's an attempt for people to try and, um, govern themselves.
0: Yeah. Cause it's, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's interesting, obviously, in in what we're doing at the moment with the whole Corona thing, because mm. if it could have got to that place, you know, it could have got to that real dark yeah. place where it was What's deadly and we had to restart, it? you know, but Hello. it's also interesting because when you start thinking about like a little tribe and how would you go about managing it and everyone's got their roles and stuff, it mm. seems fair at the start. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll catch the fish, you give me the shelter, you know what I mean? It's all that sort of bartering system, but then it's like, all right, well, now you've got to start creating a currency because you know, the barterings were not working. And then yeah. you start to see how the world is now. And you're like, how did we get here? Why are we doing this I, now? there's
1: governments. It's all, it, it kind of makes sense. I think it makes sense when we follow our own line of thought. You go, well, things should be easier if you have a system. But then, of course, there are so many other things. It's such a weird, um, such a weird whole field to study you know, that of government yeah. and of, it's, it's ridiculous
0: because it, it makes you think like, let's say that we're on an Island and we're stranded there knowing what we know now, you know, like we'd probably know, all right, we're stranded here. But if we didn't, if we take away that we all woke up on the Island and we never had any memories of where we were and what we'd done before, it's like, all right, well now I'm being born into the world again, but it's like, <laughs> what do you do? Like, what, what's your objective at first? If you knew it, you'd be like, all right, well, the objective is to get off the island because we don't belong here. We've got to go home. But then you would start to create a thing and then we're all stuck here. We're, we're going to live here forever. So now it's like, all right, well, if we're never getting off now, I have to start making sure that people don't go bored and go crazy. So I'm going to start giving them hobbies and you go, oh, you got to work cause you got to get the money to, to make sure you can maintain this lifestyle. And, Now, is it if I was running the the tribe, it's like I'm not even looking after anyone now. I'm just trying to make sure everyone's sane. And it's like, well, what happens to the the objective?
1: Without the system, the question is, what would the alternative be?
0: Yeah. The alternative could be a
1: bunch of things. Without the system, what would the alternative be? Would the alternative be a bunch? I think community is important. So there would be a bunch of little tribes. And then what would it be? A bunch of senseless killings is what people i think would argue that like they'd say to play devil's advocate and then there'd be a bunch of killings and then people would die senselessly for no reason or do we go down the other extreme and you have to build a system where things are more orderly but the same parts of human nature still seek their way in and cause some fuckery <laughs> yeah
0: because it always does always. somehow you know what i mean it's yeah. always get to that emotion state where I'm fighting for power and money and territory, but it's like, what if we could make this system that we all knew, like, let's say the Island now is earth and our mission from the start was to get off the Island. We're stranded here. It's like, if we had that enforced us now, you know what I mean? Like, would we start becoming a multi-planet species a lot sooner And mm-hmm. go the, the whole Elon Musk route and, and then Stephen Hawking around, he reckons the same thing that if we are going to survive, we're going to end up needing to leave earth well, anyway. Okay.
1: Could Could you imagine how immensely powerful Earth would be if everyone got along as one race? And I think the whole idea with these, um, or a big part of alien movies and whatnot, you see that when the aliens come, again, it's something different. And then people instantly band together. The whole world bands together. Governments have to band together because they're like, wait, what the fuck are we fighting about? color, race, oil, this and that, we are actually not different at all. We are just all one human being. We're one species. Same exact form aside from characteristics. You're making a bunch of games. Each person would be the exact same except he's different design characteristics. Like what's the point of not being together in this? But then you could take that argument to each and every level. What about if aliens come here and then they start to fight, but then we realize that there's some spiritual power that's going to come and actually control everything. It's like, Oh wait, we're all just the underlings. Anyway, we got to just band together and not fight. And then, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess yeah
0: now we're a to hang up them. Man, that's a crazy one. Cause every single thought pattern you have, it always, I mean, if you're really curious, you're going to end up saying, Oh, well, what about that? And then what about, and you try and go deeper and deeper, like exactly that. Let's say that, now it becomes us versus aliens, but then something bigger comes. Now we've got to team up the aliens and verse them. And then it keeps going from there. It's sort of like just before I started this, this podcast as well, I was reading on string theory and I was thinking it's exactly that because then the whole thing with string theory is that you you're trying to go deeper and deeper into the atom and then find out what a particle is. Yeah, and eventually you come to the core. The, the core is the smallest part of what makes up everything and they're saying but what's after the quark and then they're string. saying string string theory and which is basically a, a very very tiny little string of energy and that's vibrating and when it vibrates it makes the quark which makes the atom and blah 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 it goes on yeah. from there and that's how things are made but then it's yeah. like well what's the string made of like yeah it's energy but how did the energy get there and what's what's that made from
1: you and know that's what I mean? when you like, when, get to the stage of like science you look at science and you go it's solid, and it is a great framework for understanding a lot of things. But it's not the be-all end all; it's yeah. not the uh, holy grail of knowledge. It's still just a bunch of people trying to figure things out and developing theories that make sense. Yeah. That's why, when for us the Harvey went on the Joe Rogan podcast, I think it was great for people to see him slightly dissect um, some scientific theory and prove that it is theory. And yeah, I'm not like, we all agree with it, but the deeper you look, the more you realize a bunch of theories. And then you hear, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny.
0: It's crazy. It's like you can never get to the very root of everything because you're going to, you're either one, you're going to question it or you're just not going to accept it. You know like, what? No, nah, I don't accept that's bullshit because that's like, Maybe. let's say that if I gave you whatever you were searching for the meaning of life forever, and i'm gonna I'm here to tell you this is the meaning of life. You'd be like, "No, nah, I don't accept it Because yeah. you're just gonna be like, No, nah, I can't just stop thinking about it now um, what well, how why is that the thing you know,
1: yeah, we're never satisfied like, exactly there is just always a next, but that's why with all these um you know penetrating questions that invoke a bit of thought, we all got
0: <laughs> Why did you say penetrating? Like, you said anything I'm, like, else. I'm gonna
1: risk the word. I'm gonna risk the word intentionally. I was like, another oh, word." But look, all these deep questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take penetrating all questions. All these, um, all these questions—they're interesting, and they make us think about a, a bunch of things. I think, for myself, I got to a point one time where I'm like, "Well." How does any of this affect you? And I think that's not a, I think that can be a dangerous place to be because then you could think, oh, there's no point to anything. I might as well just do anything. You have to, at a certain point, catch yourself and say, I'm thinking about these things to try and understand why I'm here. But one understanding you should keep, no matter how flimsy it, it might seem to some, is that you should aspire to do better, be better and make everything else around you a little bit better. If you do that, I think you're moving, you know, in a a good direction. Yeah. It can't be the other thing. That's something, how funny is that within you, you know, kind of what's bad. Imagine the first Neanderthal to get killed by, um, to get killed in cold blood by some scheming Neanderthal who had a, an idea of stealing something and realize oh, i could just stab this guy and he's dead imagine that's what someone else would have seen i think inherently within you you know that's wrong you would know that's bad like oh that's not the right way to do things but well you can say right and wrong yeah and then you go again because yeah. then,
0: then cultures differ you know what i mean
1: yeah and
0: it's just that's- more of like a political thing a social thing really of what this area accepts and what that area accepts, but it's not right or wrong. Do you think it's
1: up to each individual group or tribe to, and this is a big question, but do you think it's up to each individual tribe to select their rules for themselves and they're allowed to keep those rules and they operate within it if everyone agrees under it? Or do you think anyone can create a bunch of things that anyone that does these things is wrong? And it applies to every single tribe that exists anywhere. That's the whole issue with having one force that will govern everything or, or perhaps like a government or having individual groups govern themselves. You know, I'll, I'll put it like one quick example is people or countries intervening in other countries. It's a big It becomes a fucking issue every time it happens. And they say, Why do you choose? Why do you have the right to say, This country is struggling. Their leader is bad. He's not treating the people correctly. We're going to go in there and sort that out for you.
0: Yeah. I see what you're saying. What do you
1: think? Can one person say this is bad? And if I think that's bad and it's against my rules, I can go in and stop you?
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. And it's sort of like, if we were, yeah, I know. And it depends how close you are. And It's I think it just hits a little close to home where it's like, well, this is my space and this is how we, we do things and you're not doing it right. So now I feel like I need to, because we're on the same sort of like, let's say that if this is on different planets, you know what I mean? Like if, say, because we have so much conflict on the one planet where everyone's different, let's say we're going to Mars and only this part these only these certain people like let's say we broke it up into religions only the the christians are going to mars So they can all just be related and it's all good they all believe the same shit send them there and now it's like oh well, does that mean that we stop having problems here now because aren't we just the one tribe now is that it's but is it going to be like oh well, let's find something else to argue about you know what i mean like we don't yeah. like them over there doing this I think, and then, I think that conflict is not so much about like a, a group of people, I think it's just inside of everyone we're a little bit different with things.
1: Yeah. I think conflict, if, if you were to say, and this is when game theory gets interesting, because you look at things like human nature and you look at things like people's quests for morals and you look at things, like you look at those things in general and you say, if you realize they're a constant in all the issues. Why will things become bad to whatever standard? or why would negative things happen in any situation other than human nature being that, how do I say, the default, the default is that there's going to be positive parts of human nature and there will be negative. It's like, if you look at the world, you know, for sure there are people here that will do things we consider evil things. And there are some that we consider to do things that are good. Like see, if you think yeah, human yeah. nature is the root cause of the problem, it's going to, I think it's a little bit hard to follow, but if you think human nature is the root cause of the problem. Do you think the game, if life was a game would throw in certain, not rules, but constants. Okay. One thing is there will always be hardship regardless. You're yeah. not going to have anything. That's just easy. There'll always be some sort of hardship. There will always be a little bit of evil going on.
0: Yeah. I see what you
1: And it's, and, and, and that people are going to relate to that straight away to maybe I was going to say, maybe the people would relate that to religion, but religion, I don't know too much. I know that people are not that it's supposed to be that. <coughs> I, a hard one. Like I was that. looking,
0: I was looking, when I was looking at string theory as well and it was saying how there's certain rules and laws that of special physics that govern the way that the world works and they were trying to relate that to rules of a game they're like, well, if we just say that all these laws of well, physics or whatever you want to say, aren't they just a rule of the game? That what, Like, let's say that the whole universe is is simulated and it's a big game. Like every time that we meet one of those boundaries, isn't it really just a rule of the game? Like if I make a board game, you can't do this. You try and do it and that's not going to work for you. Same thing as like if I put it translated that to physics, I'm like, no, nope gravity comes into it you can't do that because for whatever reason, I didn't want you to. Mm. And then it's like, well, do you try and break that rule? You know what I mean? Like, is it, or do you I go about it? I think
1: there's no harm in trying.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, there's I that, isn't you there? trying
1: to <laughs> suicidal attempt oh, to yeah. try and break the rule of gravity.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I've started reading, um, the game is life again, the first book mm. and, they were saying, they don't mention why, but they mentioned that about suicide and they were saying how you get penalized in the harshest way if you do that, if you try and end your play early. Yeah. And maybe that's why inherently we know that because we frown upon it so much. It's like, why would you do yeah. that? You know, like we've, we're trying to stick around. You to know that you that whatever this can. is
1: that we have, it's so important. Yeah. To us, we know it's so important. And that's why it's shocking when someone has an attempt or you hear about something because you say, what could make someone reject the importance of what's here right now. Yeah. Sometimes it could be a temporary cloud that if that cloud could be removed from that person, they'd see a different option, a different opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird.
0: And it's like, it's the same thing with every single living thing here. Why do we cling on to survival so much? Why is it in every single it's living thing within us? Like, yeah. That's what I'm when saying. You like, think
1: about that word program. Yeah. Is it really programmed. Is it part of the, is it part of a program?
0: Cause it's like, well, Every single living thing somehow knows we want to be here for as long as we can. And it's like, how did we know that? Why do we want to be here? like, how do we, we must inherently know on the other side, if there is, that here is so good. And we try and stay here for as long as we can. You know what I mean? I think
1: that's why religion is so important to a lot of people, such a big part of this thing is because it answers a lot of those questions for people. That's another question that's really programmed within everyone. At some point they start wondering why, why in general, what's the purpose of existing? Yeah. And then that really gives them the purpose. Do the good things, follow these rules, but boom, up you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Struggling. So then they have the purpose They have the, um, the framework I and mean, it makes sense.
0: So what sort of correlations if we're using religion as an example, Uh, so like, let's say in whatever in the Quran or the Bible, there's certain rules to live by that you'll go to heaven. Yeah. Or wherever it is, like the good place. Yeah. So it's like, well.
1: Accumulate a lot of blessings. Yeah.
0: And there's certain, like there'd be certain constants between each, right? Like you you do good to others or whatever. And you're always trying to better and make everything better around you. And it's like, maybe that's how we win the game because in the game is life, the book it's whoever is the most entertaining for whatever reason. It could be good, yeah. bad. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like, well, let's say that these little rule books were designed to make you better people that do better. We all agree. This is better. This is what entertaining is on the other side. If we're good, good to others, we make everything around us better and we strive to our potential. And for whatever reason on the other side, that's entertaining, and we, uh, we want those people to win. And that's why we encourage that sort of behavior.
1: So that's it's a hard one because then. You, know, so, you know what I mean? Because if you
0: say that. It any way you like. Exactly. Because if you say life's a game, it's like, all right, well, how do I win it? And I think that's just the answer. Well, you then, yes, you get
1: this. So Simon Sinek has yeah. spoken some motivational stuff somewhere before, he's written a few books on game theory. Now, one of the books he wrote talks about two things, finite games and infinite games in a finite game. You know, the players and you know, the rules, okay. Like chess, like baseball, everyone knows. And that's an example he uses when you've, when you've lost and the games over, you can't say, well, I won an extra three innings. I would have won. No, no, everyone knows the rules. You know who the players are. Yeah. In an infinite game, you don't know who all the players are and you also don't know all the rules.
0: Do you know the objective?
1: No, you don't know that either. But there are objectives along the way. There are obvious objectives.
0: Can you give me an example of an infinite game?
1: He says business is an infinite game. Business is an infinite game. So you don't know who all the players are and you also don't know all the rules. Because there are so many things involved that it could be as simple as affecting a certain emotion or doing something. It's not necessarily pull this string, this will come. That's another game, chess. This piece can do this, 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 and this. That's all. The horse can't jump over five, six pieces in a row. It can go here. The pawn can go up. If it gets to the end, it can do this, blah, blah, blah. There's rules the players understood, but infinite games, you don't know all the players. You don't know all the rules.
0: That's yeah. That's a good it's one. There's another the one. We're going to have to read. We will. We will. There's another one I sent you the other day, but there's another infinite game called, um, I sent, I've got to send you this article. There's a video of it. It's called, um, John Conway's game of life. And he made a, he's got a really good interview I sent you, but he made this infinite game based on simulation theory and the game is a zero player game. So it means that you only, he has three rules for how each of these, it's like a big grid, a big infinite grid. And then there's only one rule, it's alive or dead, or it's on or off. So that one of the little pixels will go black, meaning that's it's alive or it's on. And then when it's not, it's white, it's dead, it's not there. And you make a zero player game. So you make the first move, you put the first one in, And then based on the three rules that he has, um, with surrounding pixels, it just, that's how it flows and it it starts creating civilizations and stuff. And and you can run simulations on how the game will evolve, giving different moves from the start. And it was cool because he made it for, to test a theory and his theory was just that they wanted to colonize Mars. And he was like, well, we don't have to use people. We can use robots that reproduce themselves. So instead of like sending one robot, then it breaks, we got to get it back. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, well, what if you can create a robot that was like a human that reproduces another exact version of that? So you just send the one over there and then its job is to do this one thing and also reproduce. So it's like, you can just send the one and start a colony colony just like that. I was like, holy shit. Maybe you know that's what we are
1: about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny about tribes and colonies and whatnot. Um, a, a recent ceremony that <clears throat> I was a, a part of, there was a speech involved and the guy mentioned in the speech that there's something about this concept. Yeah. And he says, it all starts with family. So the two people that get together and create the family are very important. Because what they do is they create their own family. Okay, they have a son or a daughter or or whatnot. They also have families connected to them. Those families are usually linked through marriage. Somehow that's kind of agreed upon in in all civilizations. Marry someone, all right, you guys are linked, connected through these people. It's like you need to treat each other well because the best way you can change the world is... By raising a good family, because that family makes up the world. The family makes up a generation, or the family makes up a certain population in a certain town, a certain area that makes up the whole city. Those people are connected across countries. The whole world is connected as one big tribe, but all of them are broken down into smaller and smaller links of families. That's his whole thing. To change the world and impact change, you need to first impact the change in your family.
0: Yeah, because that makes you think like if the world's so big, how does my actions make any difference? Well, it's like, well, that's the whole point that if we all do it, that's where we're going. So your actions matter just as much as anyone else, even if you are that 1%. It's just
1: like when my mum would tell me like, you I dropped like a rubbish or something somewhere. Yeah. Or she'd should, should actually tell me to go pick something up that I didn't even drop. I'm like, why? It's not mine. I'm like, no, 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 you do it because it's going to be good for the environment. I'm like that one little thing. Yes, that one little thing. It all adds up. Yeah,
0: because if we all did it, then it wouldn't be there. Yeah. We would have none of it.
1: Maybe that's, maybe that's why procreation and progeny is a big part of our hardware. It's instilled within us to want to kind of procreate because it's like, okay, I've done all I can towards the grand objective that i can do here's my second chance maybe that's a part of it
0: yeah yeah
1: maybe put a kid out in the world and teach and show and that kid you've seen it time and time again a lot of the greatest athletes had great athletes as fathers because they had a lot to teach them a lot to show them about the journey about the path keep the body green, yeah. keep the body healthy that's another thing about procreation maybe it's <clears throat> part of the growth okay my time is up now it's now time to pass on. Maybe that's why people, that's a big part of it, why they always want to pass on information to help out people that a lot of people have approached even us with a lot of um, great things to say and a lot of great advice that we always appreciate. And it's, I think they see us doing something. It's always a certain type of person that reaches out and they want to see us do better because they have some advice to offer. They have some information to offer.
0: Everyone wants to leave a legacy. Every single yeah. living thing wants to leave that because it's you have that legacy within. You do your best, and then when it's your time, mm-hmm. it's like I want to pass it on to the grand objective. Like I want it mm-hmm. to keep flowing because you believe in it so much. You do all you well, can, and then they me. do all they can.
1: I, I gave myself my own main underlying objective and personal mission because I, I, when I started going more into play one theory, and I said okay. I have my affirmations, let me write myself my three short-term goals. Let me write something that will never change or that it will always be there, it might upgrade or whatnot. And I just decided that. And people maybe keep theirs private, but mine isn't anything massive in achievement. It's more a deeper I was going to say penetrating, but it's more a deeper <laughs> kind of understanding. <laughs> it's my main underlying objective. Personal mission is to realize my full potential and to live life as though it's a game, and I am player one. I think along the way of doing that, a lot of other things are tied in. Because yeah. to be just world champion is cool, but what's what else is there? It's kind of empty. I see that even now, it's kind of empty. In that, what else is there when you when that's done? It's not who you are. It needs to be a mission bigger than that. Changing the world, that's also, I think you need something. That's a pretty big one. I think in terms of goals, that would be a great one to have. I think a lot of people that want to do that have made a big lasting impact. But I think beyond that is full potential. I think yeah. with my superpower being tied to my self-belief, it's in my belief that my full potential includes all those things. World yeah. championship, this, this changing the world, impacting, planting seeds, doing as I as I love, growing along the way, all those kind of included. And then the live life as player one in a game, that's just because that's what me and you are always going to do.
0: Yeah. <coughs> it serves oh. you in every single thing that you do anyway. Both of them. Yeah, that's Potential.
1: good. Potential is so crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's the real one as well realize my full potential because that's like a different because let's say that my purpose if let's say i made my purpose in life that i'm going to be rich in my family it's going to be the first thing no one else is rich i'm going to be rich my main purpose is that and it's like maybe i went through life doing all these different things trying to be rich and then maybe i never got it and it's like did i fail my entire life and it's like well i was still around for x amount of years what did i do with those years you know what i mean because it's like if I probably didn't make, leave much of an impact along the way because I was just chasing that one very narrow thing.
1: Yeah, that but if one very defined thing.
0: Yeah, but if you make it this very large, grand, uh, open-ended theme or whatever it is, like to realize your full potential along the way, you're going to do a lot of things that are exciting and beneficial yeah. for
1: others around you as well. I think so. It's just it, it covers a lot. It covers a lot of ground. Um, and they say that goals have to be direct and there's benefit in direct goals but this is a direct goal it takes a certain mind to appreciate it yeah, yeah an open minded mind yours or yours or myself and people can get what they want from it but I think a lot hopefully we'll hear how we dis- discuss it and see that then if I really set my goal as something that transcends what you might think are massive things like Massive wealth, massive freedom, changing the world. It's like, no, no, no. How about embracing the fullness, complete, infinite nature of your potential? Because your potential is infinite. That's the first understanding to make if you need this as a goal. Second one is to actually just set the goal. First is to believe, okay, my my potential is limitless, it's infinite. And then you know that to realize your full potential, guess what? You need to, you need to live till till infinity. And if that's not happening, your goal is, um, is quite grand along the way. That takes you to a lot of places. And I think it puts you in a bit of a different pedestal instantly. Um, not to make you be seen. It's just a different level. You're playing the game a little bit differently. It's no longer, I want to be a double weight, triple weight world champion. It's, I want to realize my full potential. Live this life as though it's a game, and I'm player one. And those things, you you will fully believe, will come along the way because that is within the capacity of your potential. Exactly. Yeah. It's
0: that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's that. Man, it's so exciting! It's so exciting to um, rewatch, uh, re-read the the book as well, the first one, because they're starting yeah, to talk happy, about right. that thing. They're starting to say yeah. how this is when they're still young and they're saying, Oh, okay. Let's, well, life really is a game and we can, they call it, you know, what they call affirmations. They never work to mention the word affirmation. They call it the talent and it's basically them talking to the, to the, the world and saying what they want. So all they're doing is saying like, oh, I really hope that the heat is on in, in training today and you're putting that out there before you go. And I really want it to be out there. And then you, you go there and you're like, oh, shit, the heater's on. Like, then the was, it's never on, but it is now. It's like, well, you put that out there. You know, I mean, they're, they're saying the talent is an affirmation. But yeah. and if I keep, like, same as what you're doing in the morning, you know, you keep saying, like, I'm going to be, I'm a king. I'm a world champion. I'm disciplined and I'm organized. Yeah. And you keep saying these things. And sure enough, you keep doing them as well. You're acting that way as if you are, not I want to be, I am. And then you are before you know it. Man. Because you put it out there
1: me and you've come across so many different explanations as to how that works. And a lot of them make sense, but people just have to go out there and do these affirmations, man, because affirmations yeah. are a big key and it's not anything. Don't look at, I was back once there was a time I looked at affirmations as like a, um, I'm like, I did not even know what it was. What is this? You say something loud and then it's going to appear. And know, that's not how it works it's not something magical maybe it is all you have to worry about is do it and the very at the very least it'll just think about this if you want something to help you commit to it it will keep your mind engaged in the quality or the thing that you really desire so at the very least you will constantly reconnect with that goal or that or that attribute and you'll think about it so it'll be harder for you to forget about it you at least have more opportunities to think about acquiring it. But I think if everyone followed a very simple process, let's say one that I did recently, 21 days, select 10 affirmations, select five goals, write them down, record yourself saying them. This is maybe might be a few levels deeper. people. Listen to that every single morning, that recording, and write them down again every single morning and read them out. Listen, write, read every single morning. Write each affirmation once. Write your yeah. goals once. 21 days. Try and commit to that 21 days. And then at the end of 21 days, if there hasn't been a difference in the simple fact of you reconnecting with the concept and therefore doing more work towards it or in some other way, then sue what's up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way. Yeah just put a time limit on it. And if it, it doesn't happen, for, if nothing changes after that time, limit, yeah. then cool. doesn't work. Maybe if you did it was consistent and you did that, especially I like that you're saying how you would write it, read it, listen to it and speak it. Cause you are sort of just hitting every part of your brain with that. Every mm. one of your senses, rather than just writing it down or just saying it, you know what I mean? Like now you're watching it. So you are seeing yeah. it through your eyes, you're hearing it through your ears. You're riding with your yeah, hands, man. so every part of your body is getting engaged in that. That's a smart yeah, thing. It's
1: very important. Um, yeah,
0: same as like a goal. Like I'm not gonna have a goal and then yeah, the goals. never act towards it or it's not gonna happen, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the same thing. At
1: the very least, at the very least, maybe explaining it through goals, people will understand that may be a bit averse to it. If you just write your goals down all the time, don't you think of course you're gonna be more engaged in the pursuit of that goal? If you write that down every morning, there are so many opportunities to forget that. You write that down every morning. It's going to be you starting your day and getting straight on purpose. You wake up, you wrote your three goals down. This is what I want to do. It could be simple as you want to save a certain amount of money at a certain date. When you write that down and you say that and listen to that, you definitely within a week or two weeks, there will be some slip ups. You might, you might go to buy something and then you might, remember your affirmation and in that simple sense it might have helped you get close to that goal weight.
0: Yeah, exactly that. I'm, it's I'm a trying, tool. I'm
1: trying to accomplish this thing. Yeah. It's a, tool. It's a
0: tool. Yeah, these little mental tools are gonna it's what helps you. You know what I mean? It's like this is in your backpack if you're on a quest. Like this is your tool to go and help you live a better life. And stay on purpose. I think JC was really good with that on the last episode, how he was yeah. saying that, how he's got it all splayed out in his in his office and he was saying how his set his goal was pretty much and did you, know how, did you mention, did you notice how he said that his goal was the same to reach my full potential yeah. and be the best that I can be yeah. i was like yeah, that's thanks. the key you know what I mean like once you yeah. know about this and you accept that I'm a player in a game and I think that it's usually you have the same goal overarching goal and along the yeah. way the journey will be different for sure but it was cool that he was mentioning these same sort of things and even cooler when you see these concepts that we bring up get mentioned in movies, or Elon Musk talks about the idea, yeah. or Kevin Hart talks about it, and so like I Brad said
1: Tyson, that. Joe Rogan, yeah. Guy Ritchie, all these guys they engage with this kind of concept, and it's no surprise. It's like it's so valuable as an actual skill set. If you think about it, they can always say that it's it's really. If you think about it. If this was a game, and you said, "Here's a skill set for your character," he's going to approach things from a perspective that allows him to see what needs to be fixed, highlight those things, go out, try and acquire those attributes and just live life as a game, level up, continue, go down this side quest. Another thing Kevin Hart mentioned when he said, it's a game. And just when you crack through to another level, the game will throw some more shit at you that you have to kind of grow to accomplish. It's like when you grow and you outgrow level 1, that's basic. And then you're onto level 2. What happens when you outgrow level 2? You have to go out there and conquer level 3. What next? You got to get through level 4. If you're on level 10 and you're playing a, a level 1 game, you wouldn't want that at all. It's like think about it's like it's like you just learned how to run and you're only going to walk your whole life. It's like no. As you progress, you're going to come across harder challenges. They'll rise to meet the occasion every single time.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like if you want to experience the full capacity of this game, then you need to level up. Otherwise you're going to have a very mediocre. That's why people have a mediocre life. They just accept this is the way it is. This is how I live. This is what I do every day. And that's cool. You're stuck. You can stay there. You can live the game at level 10 forever. Cool. That was your choice. But there's so much more if you are willing to change and adapt and grow. So it encourages those strengths in a person which is pretty cool. Cause like, you know how the, the game of life work, the game is life, the book, how like they want you to be better, better people. You know what I mean? So it's encouraging you. So when you leave the game, you're upgrading, you're a better person now and you're going to help us with some real shit. So it's every time you go in, you got to get better. You got to be better in every single capacity of who you are. Like we just want better people that are better in every way. And,
1: you, and trust me, when you chase that and that become, cause that kind of slowly becomes a part of you, I think, or it did with, with with myself, like, <clears throat> constantly chasing improvement, it just becomes a, a mindset you kind of stay in, in a healthy way, not not too much, because you have to balance it out. But yeah. when you stay in that mindset of, okay, how can I improve? Okay, no, I'm not happy with today, because I know it could have been better, and I'll accept the positives, but I'm going to try and improve upon it tomorrow. When you try to yeah. improve constantly, 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 guess what? A year later, you look back. Three years later, you look back. Two months, maybe even and you find that you're in a much further place. You may have covered a lot of ground and you're living a bit of a different level than you were beforehand. You're like, wait, my new standard of things is already above the quality that I accepted back then. My standards have gotten higher, but at the same time, I'm always trying to push the fold. So even when I've reached the standard in my head, it's like, not about reaching that standard. It's about how can it be better again tomorrow? Okay, on to the next one. I don't know. Some people find that cheesy, yeah. but some people really engage with that and they get a lot of value out of it. And it's not an air raid, it's 100% a mindset that we engage in. And I think yeah. people, and it's to getting easier. Get Familiarize with it.
0: Exactly. And like what you were saying, how you, were, you mentioned the, the king affirmation, and it's like the more you say it and put it out there, the more you start living by it and the easier it gets to say it in front of others as well. it's like, I'm yeah. not embarrassed. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's a genuinely good tool. So it's like, why do I care what you have to say anyway? You know what I mean? Like, this is good. Mm. This is good. Whether you, you know that or not, I know that, you know, so I put it out there more and more. Like I've been doing that a lot yeah. lately with, with, um, like I set this goal when I, when I first got the tumor to be more open, especially with my, my emotions. And these last few weeks, the more that I put it out there and I, I tell it to the boys or whoever I'm like, we've got to be better to each other. We've got to be nicer. We've got to stop with the the cheap shot banter. Like it's, we're not going anywhere. We're not, we're not getting closer. Nothing's getting better if we do that. And then you put it out there and yeah, you probably get laughed at a few times at the start, but you put it out there serious. Yeah. You put it out there serious enough that yeah, cool. You laughed. Yeah, but I'm still serious. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, okay, wait, actually. No, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Now they take you serious and they think about it. If you stand your ground with it, like you be open but firm. So just because I put these emotions out there that I feel, like it doesn't make me weaker, I'm acknowledging that in front of you. You know what I mean? And it gives me strength doing this. Like you still have those emotions. You just didn't voice them. So you're not any stronger for that
1: it's 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 very unique when people are able to do that and i think it's always obvious and it's always respected like that yeah that's massive man to be able to do that shows that you have confidence in yourself and that you live as your own person it's really a player one thing it's 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 as player one as it gets you're living as your own person no i don't think this is um thing or this is something i think i should say it might help i'm gonna i'm gonna Go out there and do this i'm gonna do this not everyone's doing it that's okay when not everyone's doing something doesn't mean it's not something you should do yeah Simply yeah like, i see
0: what you mean yeah it's yeah it's as simple as that because, like, yeah. being that player one sticking to who you are regardless yeah. of anything anyway that's just what i Man, do that you know that
1: one little mantra i've given myself on Instagram since my first made Instagram where I just had a natural aversion as you know to to anytime I did something to or stop myself from doing something based on opinions that may exist currently or would have existed I felt so uneasy within myself bro like if I was gonna post something and I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't post that because it's weird it would not sit right with me at all and that always force me to post it I don't know what it sparks I just always say to myself this is it happened I'd be like wait what I'm not going to post something or do something because of an opinion or a banter or like fuck that posting that straight away and I instantly post it and it's made me post so many things like even like silly things people wouldn't even like one of the photos I was at the the water in Williamstown I was like should I post it and then I was like, wait, what am I saying? Of course, I'm going to post it.
0: Yeah. I'm just post right it. There's yeah. no
1: negative. It was a yeah. business decision that needed more information. Okay. Okay, cool. To post. What What am I curating for? No, I don't need to. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to post. Whatever I want to post. Me shadowboxing. My name. Changing it to Kinkakembo. I lost followers when I changed my name to Kinkakembo. It was funny as. And I remember thinking like, hmm, that's actually funny. Because I never even thought that would happen. Yeah. But then it became obvious that it would happen. Maybe um, people actually even had told me like, not bad, right? Just, Oh, it's a bit this and that. I'm like, Oh, okay. Fair enough. Cool. But like, I don't care. No, it's not
0: changing. <laughs> I'm,
1: it's not changing. No chance.
0: Yeah. No, the whole good. thing.
1: Yeah. It's just, you got to do it. You got to go out there and do
0: exactly Yeah. Exactly. Who you build are Build into it. Cause other yeah. cause it gets, it's a very slippery road. Once you start listening to those voices of others, mm-hmm. you start changing who you are. And it just, it's just the way it is. Like, I like wearing this shirt, but that, that it's offensive to him. He doesn't want me to wear it. And I'm like, oh, all right, just this once, I won't. But then next time, I'm like, oh, wait, I can't wear that shirt. And then it starts yeah. more and more. You're becoming less of who you are. You're just mm-hmm. curating every part of who you are to please someone and you're never fully happy and so on. But if you just, whatever it is, you know that there's the episode in Simpsons and Bart says, I do what I feel like. He's like, that's how I live my life. I do what I feel like. And it's that really spontaneous, every time I have like a a baby, a kid, if they want to fall asleep, they'll fall asleep right there on the floor, holding whatever. They just do what they feel like every time. And we respect that so much because we don't do that. Because we're always thinking ahead on curating or changing. That's why we like kids. Because we're like, man, you've got the strength to do
1: that. It's good. And and yeah, man, it's so much. There's so much that you can gain from unshackling yourself from opinion and I think everyone that does that man they feel that freedom and I hope that they stick to it maybe you can fall back into it but don't ever let that shit happen because there's no yeah. point you don't get anything out of not being completely who you are like especially if it's something positive and if you're not hurting anyone don't even ask questions if you're not hurting anyone don't even ask questions do it if it's going to make you happy Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, um, I'm not
0: even just happy. Just yeah. that. You just thought about doing it. Just yeah. do that then. Because then it, it's and, like... Yeah. There's well, Me, you and Bobby were speaking this the other day and we were saying mm. how your your thoughts in your head don't count. They don't matter and they don't count. They matter for you, yes, but they don't count. So it doesn't matter that I thought about doing this and that. If I never did them or I never got them yeah, out, I execute. they don't count. It doesn't They that mean nothing.
1: Imagine if the, did you want to say this? I the want to say this to me. Like imagine if thoughts were the game, putting out seeds and gems and ideas and everyone just gets a bunch of random things that can be possible, that can actually be actualized. And whoever is bold enough to accept that thing and say, I'm going to run with it and create it. Um, they're the people who build that big business, but no one sees behind the scenes all the struggles and whatnot. But it all started with accepting the idea and believing in your capacity to, to fulfill it.
0: Yeah. No, I said, I said to you is that the, the world or the universe, God, whatever, can't hear your thoughts. You have to speak them. This is when we're talking about affirmations. Mm. And I was like, Your inner thoughts don't count. You have to speak them. You have to do them. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah. they can't hear you. Like, I can't read, the world can't read your mind. You have to put it out there. Like, even yeah, if those things are. Accurate,
1: are- affirmations are really interesting like my closer mates yourself would have seen slowly the progression through affirmations first finding it through practical means as a skill set and then going and then deciding at the end of the year <clears throat> end of last year saying damn I, remember I told you and a few other people <clears throat> i said i'm going to dive deep into affirmations because why not i go what would i get from not doing it i've only yeah. got positives I've only received positives from this. I'm going to do that. So I did. I just went and bought a book and I'm like, "That's. I'm going to write these things every day. I put them on my mirror. Um, I wrote them down and gave you them constantly. And that's just how it's going to be from now on. (laughs) And we're now halfway through the year almost. And it's like, yeah, this is sticking around because it's like you really programming and creating yourself. You select. The whole thing with the king I'm happy to share is I was thinking about I've always always, of course, liked, um, the idea of being the, the king of your own domain of your internal domain. And then I realized I can put all the characteristics that I think and that I, that I value within a king, like honor, integrity, um, a defender protector, uh, just also, I can add my own other characteristics to it like a okay a vicious, like okay a king that can be vicious when he needs to okay um, that enters the battlefield and is devastating at the, at the same time is someone who really looks after his own looks after his kingdom treats his neighbors correctly put all those attributes into a king think about them and write that I wrote that one down I am a king and then I just engage with it and then fast forward a few months and it's my damn Instagram name. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's how it happens, right? And I was just like, and then who knows where, by the time I'm, who knows where I'll be fighting or I do, but if I'll be fighting anywhere and then they'll have a name called out, it's like you, that started from a seed.
0: Yeah. And now it people are saying it, and you're known as the King now. And it's, like, and is
1: it false? And what would make it what would make it true? What makes a king a king other than the title imposed upon him?
0: Is it like yeah. his blood
1: is special? Is there a, or the royal queen, Queen Elizabeth, is or whatever her name is, is she having some special blood, royal blood that makes her? No, no, the title is there. She grew into it because it was there before she was even born. When she was born, this was it. This is the the pathway, and she grew into it. She could easily have selected another affirmation and grew into that one too. Yeah, going to grow in a direction either way. There's already a mold, a mold that you have behind you, but you can create the mold in front of yourself with yeah. affirmations.
0: You can create your own new bloodline. Yeah. Like we're going to be bloodline the bloodline of, of this. That's we're going to be the Kings from now on. And this is how we live. We live by this. Mm-hmm. And then you become that sure enough. man, it's that easy. Yeah. It's exciting, man. It's just so exciting. The the older and the deeper we get into this game, it's just like, it keeps getting better. The more that I want it to be, you know what I mean? It's like, I know that that I've done some things that I didn't think were possible at certain times. And now I'm like, wait, if I can do them, what else can I do? What else can I see, experience and be, you know? It just gets better and and better the more I want it to.
1: With time, damn. That's a currency that will forever be valuable unless they work out something in this game. but
0: Oh man, I've been thinking about that so much. You know that quote where I was saying how youth is wasted on the young? And I was thinking like, man, what if that's, what if, because I think about that a lot now. I'm like, man, I would hate to get that old and then start to get my mental peak where I've got all this knowledge and then just fade away. I was like, yeah. man, maybe the, the game gets better from there on. What if my, my mission in this one was to figure that solution out? Figure yeah. out how we're going to be around for longer. How can we stick around and make this? You and, and
1: can also along the way, it's like, you're not counting on that. You're saying, okay, what I need to do is make use of all the lessons I learned right now. I can't, I'm not going to sit around and wait till I'm at 65 and saying, okay, I have learned my lessons now. I'm good to go. No, I'm going to try and learn the lessons as I live through them. And I'm going to try maybe even harder to get those lessons without going through them through knowledge, through information, through Through other people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, Isn't that the thing anyway? Like it's everyone sort of knows right now how each decade goes of most people's lives. You know, that when you, you're zero to 10, you're learning shit, you're 10 to 20, you have a lot of uh, experiences through your teenage years, you're 20 to 30. You'll probably start having a family, 30 to 40, you're working and, that's a very standard way of how things go. Two or three
1: holidays a year, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: then... if, you, if, you, if your boss gives you time <laughs> off, mate. But it's like, it doesn't have to be that. Like I've seen yeah. that path for, because other people have done it before me and now I choose. Do I yeah, want it or especially not? Especially
1: for us. Especially for us. Yeah. And even more so for everyone coming after us and everyone born every single day that passes has even less of a reason because of the era that they're living in technology information i'm talking to you not even in front of me but you're in front of me yeah we still can communicate and get gems out of this conversation i can go online and research a bunch of things right now we can create a podcast we create like that's why we're doing all these things we have all these in front of us it's like no no, no. it's a shame and it's not respectful to the people that came before there's the, like game changers that came beforehand it's not respectful to them to not actually utilize everything we have right now because I ask myself the question if I was let's say what what does Kobe think about MJ does he think hmm, if MJ was where I was would he have broken some some record some more records and if I was born in the time that MJ was born you see where I'm going with that yeah yeah the greats are going to use what they have available we have so much available to us we have less excuses
0: yeah, you have to go exactly. out
1: there and try and, and, try and really put it
0: out there. Yeah, that's it. Just keep on leveling it up. That's exactly the way that everything was intended. You have to get better every that's day. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: keep on leveling up.
0: Good. All right, bro. Let's call it there. That was a good one. Let's do it. That was good. Of, I'm, I'll send you that. Remember that book I was saying the other day? How I was they were saying how only 1% of people can finish the book because it's that hard. Tim Ferriss was saying this. Yeah. And as soon as I send it, as soon as I read it, I was like, that's a challenge. And I said, yeah, you and then you're like, we've got to read it. I'm like, yeah, we do. We yeah. <laughs> have to read it. Yeah, 100%.
1: yeah
0: we'll put that
1: book in the show notes.
0: It yeah, I don't know what crack it's crack called. It I'll put it in the show notes, but I'll have to search it up again. Find it. But yeah, done.
1: Sam. All, right, All right.
0: Catch up. Good sesh. Thanks for listening in. Yeah. Ciao.
1: Ciao.